This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. This is episode number 198. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, got Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing there, Kevin? Doing pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Um, what? Uh, what movie did we have you watch this week? The Longest Ride. Oh boy. The Longest Ride. This is directed by George Tillman Jr. Picked this in honor of The Choice coming out this week. Doing another... Nicholas Sparks week on Ryan. Oh, is this the rodeo one? Yes, it is. <laughs> in fact, uh, when, when this came out, so this came out in 2015, we actually picked a different Nicholas Sparks movie when this movie came out. Nice. I love when and we now, just it, keep that thread going. Yeah, now we're, we're keeping the thread going by having you watch another one. I have a synopsis here. The lives of a young couple intertwine with a much older man as he reflects back on a past love. Oh my god. This stars Scott Eastwood, Britt Robertson, Alan Alda, Jack Houston, Una Chaplin. Ryan, tell us a little bit about The Longest Ride. Uh, for a start, let me ask you, this Scott Eastwood character, is he related to Clint Eastwood? I I'm pretty sure he is. I think he is. Yes, I think he is. Yes, he's the youngest son of Clint Eastwood. Alright, because uh, I saw his name the credits and I've been wondering it for hours. Yeah. For, did you try Google? Yeah, you could just look <laughs> it up on IMDb. Yeah. I, I was busy doing other things. <laughs> The training about that. <laughs> it's interesting that he's Clint Eastwood's son. He's three years younger than us. He was born in 86. Wow. I mean, geez, Clint, how old were you when you had this kid? Like, 80? He's probably, probably, he's like my dad. He's 75. Still having kids when he's 60. Yeah. Anyway. Alright, so... This Clint Eastwood's son is a bull rider, and he meets this girl who is going to Wake Forest, and she's a big art lover. She's all in art, knows everything about art. She is 100% art. <laughs> and that will come into play later. Um... On the way home from their first date, they see a car on on fire and a guardrail. Pull it out of the and they are at the hospital afterwards. And he tells them this story about his wife and about how she's dead now and he was on his way to... This place that they went for an anniversary, and he was on their her, he was on his way there to memorialize her like he does every year. And eventually, well, this this guy he has had accidents, and 
His father was also a bull runner who died of heart attack. And his mom, t- or his mom explains that his dad wouldn't quit. And now this kid's not quitting, even though he's been knocked unconscious to be done. And then they flash back to Alda and his wife, and they he proposes to her a, a couple of days before he gets caught off the, uh, I'm assuming, World War II. And when he, when he, before he leaves, he promises her that he will come back. And having kids her is a big deal. And she wants to get married and have a big family and blah, blah, Well, in the war, apparently, he shot the weeder, and he can't have kids anymore. So he goes back to the stage, and she finds him, and slowly, their love unwinds, and eventually, she tells him that she can't handle it anymore, and she decides to leave. And then one day she comes back out of nowhere because she realizes that he loves kids, but he put her before any of his other interests, so maybe she should do the same. And... This, then they flash forward to this kid and his girlfriend, and they end up breaking up because she tells him to quit bull riding, and he won't. <laughs> so she has anger, and they break up. Then Alda dies, and he has all his hard work in his house. And he has an awkward, private auction after he's dead, and they both get invited. And there is one painting of his wife that a child that they were very close to adopting, which is that's a small part in the entire movie. But he could paint something. And this Eastwood kid decides to seize this girl, and he decides to go boy hunting, and he goes and buys this painting of the stockman. And then, like, five minutes later, the auctioneers tell him that there is a stipulation in the will in which which whoever bought this particular painting owns everything. So now this kid, this Eastwood kid, is very rich. And they show a little bit ahead of time, in like a year, they both open a gallery that's dedicated to this down on a, and. They live happily ever after. Oh. He gets rich. 
from all of them paintings. And then she comes crawling back. She's all happy because she's like 100% art. She's all art all the time. Nah. And now she gets to take care of all these paintings. Damn, everything just worked out for these people. This movie... Okay, what did you think of this movie? <laughs> nope. <laughs> just nope, nope. Oh. At first, I was into it, not into it, but I kind of understood the the message of not being able to have kids and not having your significant other hate that and all that shit. But then, when everything works out perfectly, then it sucks because that's not how real life is. You. You just wanted them to break up and then just be miserable for for the rest of their lives. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my! Yeah, this movie sounds absolutely terrible. It's just a fantasy world, fantasy just... world where everything is wonderful and everything is perfect, it works out wonderfully. I just don't. I don't understand. I don't understand these movies. Like, you can have a good love story, you know, that warms the heart, but also have it be a a decent movie with a decent plot, you know, telling an interesting narrative. Well, I, and I don't know, you know, a lot of Nicholas Sparks novels, movies, or whatever, but it, what I've noticed is it seems like there's always an old person that's reflecting on their past love while another group of young people are in love. And it's just a shit bunch of people being in love. And their stories intertwine. And they all intertwine. And it's all like they break up and they get back together. Yes. Yeah, or they're they're apart for a really long time and then they see each other again and their love is rekindled. And it always seems like there's a weird... Not weird, but there's there's always some sort of hook, you know, like uh like the the guy's a a firefighter, so he's living in a dangerous job or a bull rider. Bull rider. He goes off to war. Uh, he yeah. always had to. They always got to go off to war. Yeah, of course. Or there's like uh, what was the one? There was one of them that came out not too long ago that was like there was a killer, like there was a killer what? coming after him. What? A dark and gritty Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah, there was one. I, I can't remember what it was called. Because they're all... Like, all the names are really generic. So, uh... Yeah, I mean, the last three have been The Choice, The Longest Ride, The Best of Me, The Lucky One, The Last Song. I mean, <laughs> they're all the something. I just... I assume these are so popular because... Everyone look at their shitty lives in reality, and they all everyone wants everything to be perfect. Like in this movie, that shit doesn't happen. I'm also noticing that like all the posters are the same. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's all like extreme close, and the guy's always like he's got the hand on at least like the side of the head or like back of the head. And they're going in for that kiss. Safe Haven, that's the one. Safe Haven. That's the I'm pretty sure that's the one with the killer. Because it says here, 
Her bond with a widower forces her to confront a dark secret that haunts her. Oh, boy. I think that was the one. <sighs> There's some sort of murder angle in there or something. Do we have you watch Safe Haven? This is, I think that this is the third one we've had you watch. Oh, uh, 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 I like how we just we don't know. Uh, well, there, it's impossible. It's they all bleed together. I think we had you watch the last song. That was the one with Miley Cyrus, right? Yeah, and, and Liam Hemsworth. Ooh, did you like just looking at these synopses? Okay, I, the, the last song. An estranged duo learn to reconnect, okay? And then let's go to... And they do it through the, their mutual love of music. Like, yeah. It takes a little bit more than that. And then, okay, and then we have, let's see, The Best of Me. Uh, sweethearts reunite after many years, all right? Okay. And then we have Safe Haven. And then we have uh, a girl goes to her hometown and reconnects with someone there's, there's just they're reconnecting with everyone there's just non-stop reconnecting they're all the same i do love the fact yeah. that the last song yeah. poster is I different like, i feel like i did watch it yeah. the last song is using the old uh floating head technique well i love that he's he he has her his back to her yeah <laughs> <laughs> liam hemsler's like i'm out <laughs> I'm going off and I'm Who's? I'm transporting my head into the sun. To my own thing. Who's in Safe Haven? Uh Safe Haven is uh two see. really good looking white people. Yeah. <laughs> the the best looking white people at that time. Yeah. That were young. The up and coming young <laughs> actor, hot actor. Oh, is is Julianne Huff and Josh DeMille. There you go. And Kobe Smolders is in that Alright, so you saw Safe Haven and the last song, and now you're seeing The Longest Ride. Where, of those three, which one, where they, how do they rank? Uh, I don't remember Safe Haven that much. I uh, remember I hated Miley Cyrus. Uh, yeah. Longest ride was it was okay up until everything like you said everything started working out perfectly. <laughs> I was following along. She just want them to be miserable so bad. <laughs> you want their lives to be in ruins by the end of the movie. Yes. How about a better question? Are you able to to you know make a clear distinction between those three movies? Me personally, no. yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Some like, people may, like but... Adam said, they I know well, I know they're all about uh, two younger people out there in love and then break up, and then old people tell their story and it brings them back together. But other than that, no, I don't know. There's really no distinction. You know, there's uh, Knights in Rodanthe. That was an estranged son story. Ooh. I... That was with, with Diane Lane and Richard Gere. Ooh. He he travels to, to meet up with his estranged son and falls in love. Oh, nice. So... They're just finding love everywhere. Which is odd because I'm on Nicholas Sparks' IMDb page. And it says that his trademark 
is romantic stories where the main characters usually don't experience the typical happy ending, which... Where's that? It seems like all of his... Unless they, like, change his books for the films, it seems like all of them end in a typical happy ending. Well, even if it's not, like... And they lived happily ever after. Like The Notebook. I think that was the only one of his movies that I've actually seen. But even with The Notebook, it was like still kind of a a happy ending. Even though the whole Alzheimer's thing was in there. And it was still like a pretty pretty much a, a storybook romance. Yeah. They're just awful. They're just... I can guarantee you, Nicholas Sparks, he wakes up and he goes, Oh, it's been like... Three weeks. I gotta write something. Oh, God, what do I write? And he sits down at his computer, and there's a Word document on his desktop. He just (laughs) changes the occupation. It says, it says, book template. And he double clicks it, and everything's filled in, and there's just blank lines periodically throughout the thing. Or better yet, he has, like, some kind of app that that he had developed where it's like character one. It's Mad Libs. That's what it is. It's Mad Libs. It's like a Mad Lib. Yep. And he just has he has various dartboards on his wall for like male names, female names, male yeah. occupation, female occupation. Love really does. Mad Lib. And it was like con. And it was just like one thing. It says like conflict. And it was like, oh, okay, here we go. And he just fills it in and publishes it and makes like a billion dollars. You gotta throw old people in there somewhere. Yeah. Old person one, old person two. <laughs> and then the the various connection that they have. Is yeah. it are they estranged? Are they reconnecting for the first time? Did they know each other when they were children? Are they reconnecting through their love of music? Yeah. What are they reconnecting through? It's a conduit for their, their reconnection. God. I swear to God, I I'm, I will never watch a Nicholas Sparks movie, ever. I never have uh, voluntarily. <laughs> yeah. You'll be watching more of them, don't worry. As long as they keep making them, you'll keep watching them. <laughs> yeah, just a heads up, you're going to be watching The Choice in the near future. A Walk you to mean, Remember. I'm looking we could be there right now. He had a movie come out. Every year since 2010. Yeah. Well, he had two in 2010. And 9-11, so I'm assuming one of them was close to theirs. Yeah, probably. Every year, birds. And I bet they all come out in, like, January, too. January, February. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. The Longest Ride came out in April. Oh. It was an April one. Let's... They made, they made... Oh, Best of Me was October. Okay, so they, all right, they mix them up. They mix them up. Now, I, was, just... I just realized something here, Ryan, which I'm surprised you didn't bring up. But the longest ride is two hours and eight minutes long. Yeah, holy crap, I saw that runtime. Two hours and eight minutes? Yeah. Yes. Serious? Oh, this got grab that. Well, that God, changes. That changes. That changes my line of questioning. How did you survive? Um, well, I'm not really sure. How did you hang in there? I, I don't know. I just, I have a knack for watching shitty stuff. 
<laughs> That's your superpower now. Yes. You're able to endure. Well, I mean, I, I, 198 in. It's like, I, honestly, we've probably had him watch the worst of the worst already. Yeah, so, pretty damn close. Most of the time, he can just reflect and say, you know what, well, it's not as bad as Catwoman. Exactly. I, just, I, I wonder if, like, does your brain just kind of die when you're watching these and you just kind of coast through them? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> like, I get, like, especially with these, I get the general understanding of what's happening. And, like, I'm sitting here texting and speaking my vaporizer, and if it's a movie like, I don't know, there have been a few that I've paid 100% attention to, probably, like, 30 or 40. (laughs) So, they're not all terrible. Just just well, there's a there's a there's different shades of like garbage too, you know. Like some some of these movies can be garbage, but still be funny or still be entertaining on some level. Yeah. Whereas I think with the Longest Ride and probably a lot of the other movies are just grating. Like you, they're just there's nothing, nothing there. The characters are bland and lifeless and i'm sure that the script is just awful and it's probably those are probably harder to sit through just because they're so uninteresting well like i was i was watching it and i watched it earlier today when i was watching it like it had my attention and then like it had my attention with uh not being able to have kids and not having everything work out, then very slowly everything started to work out. And I'm like, no, that's not how real life is. Don't you do it. Like so how was the the bull riding action? That's pretty intense. Although, they, I guess it's a max of eight seconds. And every single scene where they ride bulls, they were on them for way longer than eight seconds. Stretch that shit out. Got to. That's probably why that douchebag got hurt. Because he was on the bull for too long. He's on the bull for like ten minutes. <laughs> Just hanging out, having a snack. But it's not made for that. Just vaping. Vaping on the back of that bull. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> All right, let's talk about the director, George Tillman Jr. Oh, yeah. So, some other films that he directed include The Inevitable, the Inevitable Defeat of Mr. and Pete. Came out in uh, 2013. He did Faster, yeah. starring, the, starring The Rock, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did Notorious. Notorious, that sounds familiar. What was that? Maybe one, isn't it? Notorious bitch, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot forgot about that one. Yeah, I forgot that they did do a, a Notorious B.I.G. I liked that movie. Yeah, that movie wasn't too bad. It was, it was decent. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great, but 
It was, it was all right. Men of Honor. I think that was the one with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, the uh, the diving one. Remember that one? Uh, was he a deep um, sea diver? The I'm one Men of Valor. Oh wait, maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Wait, no, I think Men of Valor was the the military recruitment sort of one. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Men of Honor is the one about Carl Bashir. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Navy diver, first amputee. That's what I thought. I l- I remember liking that one. It's been years. I was gonna say I thought that one was pretty uh well received. Yeah. What happened? He did. Yeah, I mean he's got some good stuff here. I mean he did Soul Food. I didn't see that one, but I heard and that was very well received when it came out. I, I believe. What's going on? What happened to him? Well. The Longest Ride, because after The Longest Ride, he did uh, three episodes of the TV series Power, and then he did a TV movie that's not out yet called Love is a Four-Letter Word. Which is true. Well, yeah. It technically, yeah. It, it, love is indeed a four-letter word. Sure is. It's a, com- it's a look at the complex relationships of three modern couples. Ooh. It's a look at the complex spelling of the word love. All four letters. Yes. Stupid. <laughs> That's a terrible title. Yeah, I mean, he's not a terrible... Uh, he's He's got some good stuff in there. Faster, I don't remember... I don't think I've seen that one. I remember that poster, though. I remember the poster, I just... I don't remember anything about the movie, so I'm not... I don't think I've seen that one. It looks pretty generic, but... Eh. I don't know, what do you think of this director? Got some good stuff in there? Mine. All right. Did you yeah. see Soul Food, nineteen ninety-seven? No. Vanessa Williams, Vivica Fox, Nia Long. No, I didn't. That is like every every uh, that's some big nineties names there. Hell yeah, it is. Mackay Pfeiffer. Everybody's in. Uh, all right. Any any final thoughts on the longest ride before you give your drum roll on this? It's not worth watching. Everything works out perfectly. It sucks. All right, there you go. How's Britt Robertson? She's she's become somewhat famous since then. I guess it just came out last year. So who did she play in the movie? She's the main girl. Uh, and she she was nice to look at. I mean, the acting was all right. I guess wasn't awful. Okay. Nice for two hours. Like if we would have been Miley Cyrus for two hours, we probably wouldn't be recording right now because of what I'm shot myself. So uh, she, she at least she at least didn't make you want to commit suicide. Yeah, at least there's that. Hell of a compliment. Right. <laughs> there, there we go. Let's go ahead and give you a drum roll on this thing. Ryan, what do you give The Longest Ride? Three. Okay, next question. It's a three out of ten, by the way. What do you think of the choice? Uh, no. Looks the exact same. And the rather fucking love story by Nicholas Park. The, uh, the poster... Or whatever you want to call it, the cover for the choice looks like an old movie. It does. Doesn't it look like it something sure that does. would be from like 1989 or something? It does. 
Just jump up with John Cusack in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What is the... I wonder what the choice is. Let's see. That, that synopsis is too long. I'm going to try to find hey, short hey, synopsis. Up and the girl gets in a car accident. And the, the, the guy... As to like be in the hospital with her while she's unconscious, and I think it's about struggle too. Yeah, uh, this will give you an idea. This will kind of clear things up for you. Plot keywords here: we got pregnant woman, coma patient. So someone's in a coma. Character say the character says I love you, obviously. And my favorite, yep, lawn chair, lawn chair, lawn chair. Which to me has all the makings of a gripping, gripping drama. Tagline on this one: Let your heart decide. Let your heart decide whether you stay with that person that's in a coma, <laughs> be a fuckhead, or you know, be a decent human being in a coma from that lawn chair. I'm guessing some sort of lawn chair accident. I think it was a lawn chair accident. Yeah, I think she <laughs> a faulty like, lawn she... chair. She fell out of it, or maybe went through the hole in the I back. Think it, it folded of the up. Yeah, it folded up on her. It kind of caved, and it folded up on her and put her in a coma. And now he's got a ball. Oh, sorry, he's got a horrific listen. after a horrific lawn chair accident. <laughs> now, see, I would watch that. A man must decide if he stands by his his girlfriend in the hospital. <clears throat> Travis and Gabby. Gabby. Are you all right there, buddy? Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a lot of shuffling Great. around. Nice. So, uh, this, the, the director of The Choice is the same guy that did Adult Beginners, Ross Katz. I like that, man. Yeah, why, why is he going to this? I don't know. It seems like a, it seems like a job. It just seems like th- it's a paycheck. <laughs> Do you think... Now I'm starting to wonder if there's like this... When a Nicholas Sparks movie comes up, like, you have to... Everyone has to pick a straw. And whoever gets the short straw has to direct the <laughs> Nicholas Sparks movie. Like, no one wants to do it, so they just... It's just have, like, it's like yeah, Hollywood politics is what it is. They just, they find a way. It seems Somebody... from adult beginners. Yeah. Which wait yeah. no never mind I was thinking of uh, I was thinking of adult beginners as something else adult beginners was terrible so he deserves <laughs> this yeah I was I was wondering because I was like I, I didn't think you liked that movie that much no I was thinking of I was thinking of beginners <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a different movie very different movie correct then yes he he yeah he deserves this the oh, man the only the only funny part in that movie was that scene with... Uh... It's the sconces. It's the only thing that was funny. Oh, yeah, the sconces. That's a... <laughs> there's more and more sconces it's in there. Every time you see them, there's just sconces everywhere. Yeah, it was, that, it was the one scene with Bobby Moynihan when they were in the store. That was, that was a funny scene. And it was in the trailer, so all you have to do is watch the trailer, and then and that's it. That's it. That's all you need. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the choice looks terrible. I'm, I have little interest in that at all, and I'll be anxious to see if, if like how it's rated compared to Nicholas Sparks's other movies. Uh, 
on Rotten Tomatoes. Speaking of which, let's just for fun look at his uh his like tomato meter scores here. Let me find uh let me find this list. So like pretty much all of his movies uh have been rotten for the most part. The lowest is the best of me. All right, I think that that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And please take a minute to take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber for Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes. My name's Adam Patterson, and we'll see you next week. See you later.